0: seven band the futures rock and roll Welcome to Dong TV episode 47. On today's show, The results of the Dong-Teeny wallpaper poll are revealed. Stephanie can't relate to other mums. Simone maxes out her nerd quota on the weekend. And a listener voicemail prompts a discussion on abominable rock music. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury.
1: Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong
2: very well. Thank you, Stephanie.
1: How are you, Dong? Well, just before we started recording, you were telling me that you had gotten into Richard Simmons by listening to David Letterman, or watching oh, David yeah. Letterman, I should say. And, yes, and the, in the 90s. I got into him, because I remember him being like a slim good body type of person on Nickelodeon when I was a kid, but then my sister was like, you have to watch Richard Simmons on David Letterman because he always gets his feelings hurt. <gasps> I
2: know! When Richard gets his feelings hurt on Letterman, it's the best. That- <gasps> that stunned hurt crushed look he gets oh my god it's such a like get rid of you know paul schaefer just put richard simmons in there doing dancing over with the band that would be the person that dave should be playing off could you imagine how great that show would be
1: oh my god well, oh, I, I think I remember the last time he was ever on, and I didn't know that this was the reason he doesn't go on anymore. But <laughs> Dave really hurt his feelings really bad. And so, did you have you heard about this? Is this like a thing? Yeah, didn't knowledge they like thing? do
2: some weird uh explosion type thing at him that scared well, the shit out of him? Yes,
1: yes, cause um cause Richard Simmons, you know, he's all oily and he's like in his sparkles and he, he was laying down on the floor like to show Dave some kind of move and he was like doing scissor kicks, like spreading his legs really far apart. And Dave <laughs> Dave pulled the fire extinguisher out from behind his desk and sprayed him with it and goes, "Sorry, oh, you're about to flame right. out there." <laughs> yeah, he, right. he told him he was about to flame out and he had to do that. And so I guess that was it for Richard because no, it no, was but he came back a few
2: years ago and he was showing oh, his new steamer. Yeah, and he was like demonstrating his new steamer <laughs> and then and, it, steamer. and then it started smoking. And then Dave's like, "Wait, wait, I got it, I got it!" And he pulled the fire extinguisher out again.
1: <laughs> so it's gonna traumatize Richard all over again.
2: I know. I know. Oh, okay, Richard. And there was that time they kicked him off. Uh, no, sorry. sorry. He, because he would always talk about Barbara Streisand and how much he loved her. One time I watched it, he was like on a quest to find, get the new Barbara Streisand CD. And then another time he was on there and he was talking about her. Oh, well, he didn't talk about her. And Dave said, well, why he ask her about her? He's like, I'm, I I don't, i do not can't talk about her. And he's like, why? You love her? And he said, I, her people call my people and ask me not to talk about her anymore.
1: <gasps> what? That's so sad and he honored it too that's yeah. what's extra sad that yeah. means he's a really nice person
2: he's a sweet nice person and we worked I out just... with him and he is the greatest so listener if you're in la it's yeah. one of the best things you can do is work out with richard simmons it's only 12 dollars in beverly hills
1: yeah simone and i've done it twice we should put pictures on the well, website i've
2: done it like 20 times but i know
1: but together <laughs> you know it's complete yes. experience like wonder twin powers activate yes yes <laughs> so this week we have results of our dong wallpaper poll
2: um, Yes We
1: were trying to see if this was The wallpaper was too inappropriate for anybody That they felt that they couldn't go to dongtini.com at work And um, Simone, you have our results what were I do they? I
0: do have the results Drum roll.
2: to, what are your thoughts on Dong Teeny's Flying Dong wallpaper? Because the Dongs have wings, you see. Um, we have uh, Please lower your Dongs. Two votes. Uh, I'd love it if the Dongs were more pronounced. Four votes. Ooh. What Dongs? With the uh, <laughs> 41% of the vote and they make me nervous but I'm willing to view the site at work with two, <laughs> 32% of the votes. So yeah, Aww. what dongs? Most people didn't even notice them. I was surprised people didn't notice the dongs at work. So I mean, they didn't notice the wallpaper. So wow, yeah, that's great. And I'm personally comfortable opening it at work. Me too. Doing stuff on the site. So if you know, we're not trying to we're not comfortable. We're not in a workplace where we can have dongs on, on our web on our browsers. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm
1: totally surprised. I thought that more people would be really scared of our site. And
2: no, because yeah. like 63% of the vote is saying they either didn't notice it or they're willing to work with it. So only two people said, uh, please lower your dong. So we're not going to lower the dongs.
1: <clears throat> anyway. So, what did you do this weekend?
2: Okay, so this weekend was just a whole lot of notary for me. Um, for any listeners who are into Harry Potter and I know there are some uh, there's this Pottermore website that J.K. Rowling started which is it's like you go to the site and it's all interactive and you sign up and you go through the book and all this information is revealed you know all this extra stuff backstory all these extra tidbits from uh, from jk rowling about harry potter so i guess it launched in april and i kind of missed it and it's been in beta for a while so i finally joined and when you go through the stages of it you know you like you're going chapter by chapter and getting more stuff And when you get to chapter seven that's when you finally get to get sorted by the sorting hat <laughs> so i was like yay i couldn't wait i was so looking forward to it and i answered a bunch of questions and i got sorted into Fucking Hufflepuff. Do is you know what bad? that means? No. Do you know that that's really. bad? Well, it's just, just the dorkiest one, you know? It's just they don't do anything Slytherin very is Slytherin the bad one,
1: or is that the right word? Slytherin's Slytherin? the bad
2: one. I'd rather be bad than just Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff are just, <laughs> like, they're just there. They just seem good-natured people. Like, I, there's a few good Hufflepuffs, but it's just really humiliating. I was so upset that I just... <laughs> got up from the computer and walked off I was like oh I'm a Hufflepuff <laughs> and you can't go and change it so I was really really you pissed off no and I was so upset like I tweeted um,
1: I saw uh, it on Twitter yeah
2: yeah, I said, just walked away from the computer in disgust after being sorted into Hufflepuff. And then I got some, some annoyed random people who I guess were searching hashtag Pottermore because I hashtagged it. And this kid tweets me, mm-hmm. hating on a house that values loyalty, hard work, humility, oh. and equality It's pretty lame, dude. Oh. <laughs> hashtag Hufflepuff pride. What a dildo. I know, <laughs> right? So person. typically Hufflepuff. And and when I joined, when I was forced into Hufflepuff, the whole introduction is just really like trying to like sell you on Hufflepuff. Like, I know you're disappointed, but... I don't think we're this wanted. and that, but it, that was the tone of it, just it trying to tell you how great Hufflepuffs are, really, because you wouldn't believe it otherwise. So I was really bummed, and then uh, listener Nadine posted a song that had <laughs> lyrics, you know, trying to say how nice Hufflepuffs are, and then it, a oh. good character named Tonks is a Hufflepuff. I'm like, well, Tonks is really cool, but I thought about it. I was like, I still don't want to be a Hufflepuff. I want to be a Ravenclaw. So I just started a new account and did it again, and then I got to be a Ravenclaw. So. Oh, Really?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I just, so it's completely random, like they don't pick anything about well, about yourself or
2: Well you're answering questions, but I had new other people that were answering questions in complete opposite different ways and still ending up in Hufflepuff. So yeah. So, so I'm talking about
1: it. Yeah. You're making it's making Hufflepuff sound like the equivalent of going to fat camp or something. It kind like, of is. Yeah. Like it's great, but every you know, the People are like, yay, glad you're here. This is great. You're going to learn determination. <laughs> but exactly. deep down, you're a fat camp.
2: <laughs> that is what it's like. I mean, because I have kids saying that they value loyalty, hard work, humility, and equality. Everything except humility. All the other all the other houses like Gryffindor and, and uh, Ravenclaw, <laughs> they have all that too. And you're also really smart if you're in Ravenclaw. So I was like, I can have that and I can have other good qualities, you know. So it's really, really lame of me that it mattered to me that much. But yeah, I really didn't want to be a Hufflepuff, so I'm not. And plus, you're supposed to be able to ask the sorting hat what you want. And I never got that opportunity because I would not have asked to be a Hufflepuff. Nobody would. So, yeah. So there was that dorkery. Taking up most of my Saturday, and then when that was done, uh, I, I left the house to go play laser tags.
1: <laughs> it's kind of amazing that we're people that have sex.
2: I know, right? <laughs> you wouldn't, you would not, if you just came in on this on this tiny portion of the show, you would just not think that, that cats I was,
1: We haven't gotten to cats yet, listener.
2: Oh yeah, I have cats too. So it's all about Harry Potter, laser tag, and cats over here.
1: Um, Who did you go to laser tag with?
2: Uh, I went to laser tag with my friend Summer and her boyfriend and my friend Amanda and a few other of uh, Summer's friends. And it was so fun. We played for two hours straight. Ooh, did you get and, sweaty? Um, oh, I totally got sweaty. And I... You are using all these muscles, you know, because I'm all this mm-hmm. ducking and like, peering around corners and stuff. Because I, I get way into I just to think of it.
1: you, you being competitive at laser tag and working up a sweat. So oh my God!
2: Yes, like this. I'm just oh, like the first game I sucked so hard because I was just getting my bearings and my pack didn't work right away. So oh, once I got once I got my bearings together, I was like I was like trying so hard and coming up with strategies and you know going in like getting the bases and stuff and you get extra (laughs) points if you do all this stuff and anyway one time when there were 23 people 22 people playing I came in first place what so yeah and there there was a military guy there he was nuts and he kept saying stuff like people they don't want to listen to me but you know i know strategy man i've been coming here i know strategy and he's like pull his shirt tug his shirt where he had the army the army logo on his shirt it's like i'm in the army i know strategy blah 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 people don't want to listen to me blah 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 people want to fuck with me but hey look and then pull his thing and he was like wearing his fatigues as well like he'd put his shirt over his t-shirt a bunch of times but yeah so now he's like gareth from the
1: office
0: (laughs)
2: Yes, he's totally like Gareth from The Office. Oh, and then before you'd go into the into the arena, he would kneel down and point his his laser gun to the ground and like do a, like bow to Jesus.
1: When he shot, did he turn it sideways? <laughs> you know how gangsters like turn it sideways, like when they're shooting. Oh, a pistol right, no, or no, no. Yeah, like you can't that. do
2: that because you've got to keep your hand at the underneath the gun. Like you have to hold oh, it with two hands, so you you don't get to do it in that cool uh, gangster way. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway,
0: yeah, so that, that, that was
2: quite an experience. But it was super fun. And apparently, like the movements you do in that are kind of similar to, to basketball. So, I think I burnt a thousand calories in those two hours. So,
0: yeah, that was seriously. pretty great.
2: So, yeah, laser tag and Harry Potter. That was my weekend and clearing out uh, underwear drawers. Um, What was your weekend like?
1: (laughs) Well, not to one-up you, um, I went to the kids' (laughs) open house parent night on Thursday. (laughs) And this is my – I have a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old listener. And here's my thing. With all the parents at school, I I do not fit in. I feel like I do not fit in at all. I mean, I can talk to them all, and I'm really – I'm really friendly with them and I can get a conversation going, but um, I ended up sitting between all these moms like on a bench and they all had Tevas and socks and, you know, giant diamonds and um, they, you know, total... Chic mom jeans, but they were mom jeans, like that sort of thing. And I, yeah, I just got—I could not vibe with them. Like, and I was trying to talk to them, and they were their eyes were drifting, and it totally hurt my self-esteem. But oh no, um, I know, I know. What kind really of thing silly, would you be but, talking
2: to them about that they wouldn't find interesting?
1: Just well, well, first of all, there were normal um, things
2: that we find normal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to talking about the kids and and you know, kid kid yoga classes and Taekwondo and art classes and <laughs> I so. Yeah, it was it was interesting because I would, they just didn't want to answer and I don't I don't know what it is it's some kind of vibe thing or maybe they were distracted I shouldn't take it too personally but the moral of the story is I feel totally like the black sheep mom but that's okay because I'm not good. there there was a stripper looking mom there and at least I did not look like that like she was totally wearing the clear heels and everything right so See, she's asking that, for trouble she was totally asking for to be ostracized. Yeah. Um, from the mom clique, but the next night um david had a show um with his band and they were it was a chop suey but i guess it was a three imaginary girls thing and listener chris was there um i totally love him chris Berlin game, and um he writes for the three imaginary girls which is seattle's indie pop press and so they had their 10-year anniversary there and um they're these really sweet girls and really good writers and um, they just love music so um, they had a bunch of people from different bands go up and do karaoke and David's band did Blame It on the Rain and um, nice. Phil was wearing this um, d- these dreads that he'd made out of speaker <laughs> cables <laughs> and David did the Milli Vanilli dance and oh. yeah I got to see reenactment of it and I saw pictures but I was home with the kids but that was, that was actually okay but um, David said that this girl came up to him and he goes, she looked a lot like you. And she was kind of throwing herself at me. And and I told her she had an awesome dress. He goes, no, that was a mistake. Like, I totally shouldn't have said awesome <laughs> dress he's like because when you say that when you're a guy and you say that either you're, you're single or you're gay and she just decided to assume I was single and she was really drunk he goes and she moved in like she was you know she put her face like right in mine and our friend Janie listener Janie was there and she told David she's like oh you should have seen your face you like went white and you looked really scared and I guess like the Aww. girl like kissed him on the cheek you know which is because he turned his head but that's kind of adorable but, um, but he was telling me about this story and, and my first response was well was she white? <laughs> And then uh-huh. I cracked myself up that that was my first question. Because <laughs> I was trying to be like, I, you know, what would a, a, a jealous wife actually say? And then say the opposite of that, you know? Right, Cause, right. Because I actually don't really care that she was doing yeah. that. But, um, yeah, so anyway, he was like, no, she was she was kind of like you. And I'm like, well, that's good. And so then today I went and friended her on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, maybe freak her out a little bit I know right but he said that he goes yeah oh my gosh she just sent me a Facebook message and she was like I'm sorry I didn't know you were married but um, I fancied you so much that I didn't care at that point and I'm like wow <laughs> I'm that
2: gonna, doesn't make sense like, you know, I know she didn't know but I didn't care you didn't she care didn't about what care the thing you didn't know out. about
1: yeah, so that was kind of funny, like to hear about that, and and now I, I wonder if she's gonna accept my friend request. So I felt like I kind of got my foot in there a little bit, like, yeah. <laughs> hi, hi, we're <laughs> I'm on to about you. Once you What's yeah, your next move, so, That's yeah.
0: Awesome.
1: <clears throat> well, yesterday, um, our friend listener Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Swan, who we were talking today about the word retarded and being politically correct with it, but that is a whole nother story. Anyway, um, he's moving to New York because he got into Columbia for grad school. Congratulations, Kevin. And I'm so sad he's going, but he had an excellent yard sale, and he sold me, are you ready? His Atari. (laughs) Yes! What games are on it! To the Atari one so far there's only Pong and I think I didn't look at the games yet because he said his mom is going to mail him the whole shoebox full and he'll send wow. them to me but um, I know so super excited about that and he threw in um, a misfits doll like an action figure still in the box and it's Jerry only <laughs> oh I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh okay yeah other misfits, than Danzig so, I don't you know. know yeah. right right yeah so yeah that was kind of hilarious but we did that yesterday and um i got to nerd out about that and um i don't know well there's this show i've been gorging on this is the another nerdy thing it's net- streaming on netflix and it's called who the bleep did i marry uh-huh. and it's my new favorite thing like i've just been gorging on episodes because i'm listening you know i um you, you just listen to me you don't even have to watch it because it's all reenactments but it's good and um I was listening to one today, and and they're talking about a lady whose husband had been in the military, and and she got a restraining order against him, and and he's like, I'm going to kill you, and and the story's unfolding, and it turns out he moved to D.C. and started shooting random people so that he could finally (gasps) kill her and make it look like an accident, and it was the D.C. sniper, like I was getting to hear all whole backstory, I know, and then the next one up was the Green River Killer and you weren't here for that but it was like you know in the 70s and 80s these people I guess the 80s maybe these you know but a serial killer around here in the Seattle area and wow. would dump these prostitutes bodies by the Green River and,
2: yeah um, I've
1: heard anyway, yeah yeah. so um, anyway that story of his ex-wife was telling that story juicy Gosh, when you started
2: with that I thought it was gonna be like my husband scratches his balls all the time he never used to do that while we were dating but yeah
1: <laughs> it was a bleep that I married yeah <laughs>
2: That's totally where I thought you were going with that. And I was like, oh, Uh shit.
1: (laughs) Green River Killer. She didn't say anything about his balls. (laughs) (sighs) So we have a listener voicemail? Yes, we do.
0: Hey, Donchini. My feelings aren't hurt if you don't play this message, because it's not funny enough. When I was 18, my mom worked with another lady and she had a kid my age and she said, um, she, they wanted to like introduce us to see if there was like gonna be a love connection or something. So this girl just came over to my house. She was fat and I wasn't really interested. And she was like, um, hey, she was had a great personality, very outgoing. And she was like, um, so, um, what do you like to do what do you like what kind of music do you like and i was like oh, i like rock and i like like youtube and stuff and she's like do you like country and i was like not really and she was like oh tell me how much you like country and it was very awkward and we were hanging out together and stuff and she was like so you play guitar right and i was like yeah and she's like were you playing me a song got my guitar out and we, i played um, like Eddie Cochran or something and then she was like um, you know what that is? That's country that is country right there so you do like country and I was like yeah I guess I do and she was like oh see how cool and everything so she was drinking a, a big um Dairy clean shake stuff and it didn't happen didn't work out this is Micah, Emily's husband so, um, enjoy your evening. Bye. I
1: like how it ends where he's like, yeah, it did not work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Micah.
2: I know. Thank you, Micah. Um, just, and it's funny because, you know, we want to play that anyway, but, but today a conversation started uh, just on a Facebook thread. Uh, now what was Judah's quote? What did Judah say about rock
1: music? Oh, yeah. Judah said last night, um, when I was tucking him into bed, I was lying in bed with him and, um. We say goodnight. And he gets really philosophical. And he was saying, he just says these things out of the blue. And this was apropos of nothing. He goes, um, when I'm a grandpa and my friends are grandpa, I bet rock music will be a whole nother level. I bet it will kill you. <laughs> 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 so I made so it my sweet. Facebook status. Yeah. Yeah,
2: But then I chimed in because I, I, I get the idea of that. But, but then I'm sort mm-hmm. of thinking that, that that rock music's gone. I I My response was that, Rock music mm. is so soft that it's actually not going to kill anybody. I said it would kill people yeah. only because it would turn people into such pussies that they wouldn't be able to look after themselves, and that's how they would be <laughs> killed. So, and then I was, and then I did hashtag Nickelback because yeah. that, because that's what rock music is today. And you were saying no, it's not what rock music is. So it kind of ties in oh, with right, the, right. what is country. He plays, you know, some rock and roll, and she thinks it's country. And then you were saying just because people say that it's rock doesn't yeah. mean that it is rock. So, yeah. Let's talk more about that, because I think that's a that's a subject we have a lot to say about.
1: Yeah, because um, we were saying that this is kind of what's marketed as being rock music. Um, I And I don't listen to a lot of radio anymore, so I don't know a whole lot of, of what they would call <laughs> alternative rock now, except that a few years ago, um, oh, who's that band that you were telling me is like Nickelback, and I had to agree. I liked them for a while, and then when you pointed that out, you and Mike... Oh. oh shit! The um, Kings of Leon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like right. I'm yes. like, I was like, because I liked him, I liked him okay, and you know I heard Dave Grohl liked them a lot, and so I, I oh, for some that reason makes that sense. like, I know right, like I, it made me go, okay, I'll listen to it, and then you you brought that up, and I couldn't unhear Nickelback every time I
0: listened oh, to them after God. that. Oh so. well, I'm glad. So, I did
1: Yeah, it, because that's classified as rock, but it didn't feel. Feel good the way that rock. No, but that's what rock is. That and the
2: Foo Fighters, like that is what is mainstream rock these days. You know, it's just like I can't be shocked by any music anymore. So when Judah said that, I was like, ideally that would be nice. That things are just Hmm. getting more extreme and more interesting. But Mm -hmm. you know, it's just getting that everyone's just trying to be more marketable. So that's why you end up going back and back and back and back. So. It, there's, there's well, not
1: horror. everybody's trying to be marketable, and that's why we don't hear about the one Oh, exactly. I mean, trying everything,
2: anyone trying to make it is trying to be marketable, and so yeah, yeah you know. And and the, it's harder and harder to hear anything that's sort of you know actually going harder. But I really don't think I can't imagine music getting any harder. That would be like, oh my god, you know. I can't imagine that happening no. at all in my lifetime. Oh, by the really? way, a No, I think I, that, mean,
1: I think it could. I'm I'm kind of thinking, yeah. I think that. You know, it, generations just keep outdoing each other in, in some way.
2: It's true. Um, I just think of, like, the most extreme metal. Okay, that's probably, you know, what he's thinking thinking about. You know, he probably hasn't even heard yeah. really extreme metal. But, oh, God, you should play him some extreme metal. And if, well, like, he if has. That's already, i played, yeah, i played
1: Napalm Death for him. Oh, yeah. wow. And
2: is that, like, what he's thinking? And like, it's going to be like, worse than this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. but my kids, like, I guess they don't know... They, he love okay here's what Judah likes he loves Weezer uh-huh. black Flag and weird Al. those are his three <laughs> favorite bands so, That's so cool. yeah so um and, and what's funny about about this is like I want him to explore music but and, and I don't want to inflict my taste on him but at the same yep. time I'm like he is a lucky lucky boy to have me as his mom and guide his taste and then I'm like Jeez. no he has to be able to figure it out because' it's a combination. yeah yeah Even but like just my parents
2: enforce.
1: yeah i only um grew up listening to like the carpenters and the beach boys and then total gospel jesus music and um i don't know he, i like so i was able to branch out and find stuff and i i think that it'll probably be that way for him but um yeah i wonder i wonder what's out there i wonder what direction everything's going to go in because i don't i don't really listen to a lot of a lot of new stuff anymore as far yeah. as helmet and, and things I liked when I was in college. So.
2: No, he's definitely doing well because the stuff, my parents, like my mom liked the Beatles, but she just like the early, I want to hold your hand era Beatles. All the oh, yeah. like cooler stuff later she wasn't into, you know? So, yeah. you know, it's just, so I, I didn't, I didn't get all, any, any outside influence, like showing me the way on good stuff and anyone, anyone yeah. showing me like David Bowie or anything like that. So,
1: yeah, yeah. That's so kind of think, the fun of it. I What's think that? like not that's kind of the fun of it like isn't that kind of what rock and roll is I guess is, is <laughs> like your parents didn't feed it to you it's like the rebellion nature of it or it kind of
2: is but it's also I really envy always envied people I knew whose parents like my my friend's dad got him into all stuff like velvet underground and the doors yeah. and you know don't you think the doors now do you know anybody who takes Jim Morrison seriously isn't it doors? I've
1: i never liked them i I just never never liked them that much i like them
2: okay but i I never got that into them but um but my my mom hates light my fire she just like oh i hate that song so you know like i was always envious of of friends that had parents that liked cooler stuff and (laughs) kind of pointed them in that direction (laughs) because i I didn't have you know i had easy listening parents so
1: yeah that's a good point like my i had um like what kind of stickers did i have on the back of my car like I can't even remember now. I know, I I know, I had several helmet stickers in succession because my parents would peel them off (laughs) and I would put them back on. (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Our parents are very different in those ways because I mean, my the other day we were talking about the Golden Girls and and you said I said were you even allowed to watch it and you said you weren't supposed to and you asked if I was allowed and I said oh we used to watch it together as a family.
1: It was such a dirty show. I would watch it, it on the was. Fly.
2: Blanche is so. such a whore.
1: So funny. <laughs> it wasn't that dirty though. Yeah, I was kind of kidding because it's not that dirty. But you know, it kind like, you're is. not watching that. And... And there's
2: all these jokes about Blanche's legs being up behind her ears. Yes. And,
1: and mirrors on her bedroom ceiling and stuff. Yeah. I
2: mean, Blanche is doing it all the time and almost as graphically <laughs> as you can get away with for that time slot at that time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember Three's Company. Like I kind of wasn't supposed to watch Three's Company, but I had the biggest crush on Jack Tripper. So I would like watch it when you know no one was around, and if they walked Uh in, I'd have to change it. That sort of thing. Poor me. Who are you?
2: Um, let's
1: see. Police shooting.
2: Uh, Okay, so I had a story about a police shooting. This is so fucked up man shot dead in my sorry miami man shot dead eating a man's face may have been on lsd like drug he was eating a man's face
1: was the guy already dead no he was alive the, the guy's
2: still in is in the guy's still in oh, intensive oh. care he was alive
1: he never died from it
2: no oh. A man shot dead by police as he ate the face of another man may have been under the influence of a potent LSD-like drug called bath salts. Oh investigators believed. Homicide detectives looking into did Saturday's you say called person- bath salts? Bath salts, yes.
1: Oh, okay, I thought you said a powerful LSD-type drug called bath salts. Yes, <laughs> I thought bath, that's what you said. Bath,
2: okay, okay. B-A-T-H, bath, 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 bath. <laughs> drug called Homicide- bath salts. Bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> Homicide detectives looking into Saturday's gruesome incident on a Miami causeway suspect that Rudy Eugene, 31, may have overdosed before chewing on his victim's lips, ears, eyes, nose, and ripping off strips of flesh with his teeth.
1: Oh, my heavens.
2: An eyewitness said that Eugene was like a zombie, tearing off almost all of 65-year-old Ronald Popo's <gasps> face and growling like a wild animal at an officer who shot him eugene was naked and poppo was wearing only a shirt when police arrived possibly a result of delirium inducing drug which can have effects similar to cocaine and lsd it can raise users body temperature significantly and make them feel they are burning up inside now this is this is the line that that killed me well i mean it all killed me of course but um when a person (laughs) has taken all of his clothes off and become violent it's indicative of this excited delirium that's caused by an overdose of drugs how about when he's eating somebody's fucking face
1: how about about that that part of the story but his clothes were off So let's focus on the fact that his clothes were off but
2: were his clothes off sounds like a drug induced delirium he was peeling
1: his strips of flesh off of his face with his teeth but okay let me ask you one thing were his clothes off (laughs) So yeah, that's um, it. I mean,
2: it goes on and on, but yeah, that's the that's the crux of the story. I believe the other man is recovering in the hospital. Ah, uh, so
1: that he's poor in a bad guy. Should have so, just shot them both. Can you imagine was, oh, having to live without a face? Oh, I know. Because they've been chewed off. Oh.
2: Yeah. He's a bad, oh. bad, bad, set of set of circumstances. Um, but in addition to that, so on on a, on a brighter note, I suppose. <laughs> um, I had a reading from the heart. Oh boy! Yes. So, uh, so my li- reading from the heart is uh, it's for Veet, uh hair removal gel for men. Uh, and this hair is removal by, this is, gel
1: for men? They're yes. marketing this to men now. I've never seen this.
2: Yes, yes. So this was on Amazon.co.uk, and this is by uh, somebody named Andrew. Uh, and the title of the uh, of the review is "Do not put on knob and bollocks." <laughs> yes. So he says, Being a loose cannon who does not play by the rules, the first thing I did was ignore the warning and smear this all over my knob and bollocks.
1: <laughs> oh Andrew, you loose cannon.
2: He's out there. The bollocks I knew and loved are gone now. <laughs> In their place is a maroon-colored bag of agony which sends stabs of pain up my body every time it grazes against my thigh or an article of clothing. (laughs) A ball of agony. I know. I'm suffering so that you don't have to. Heed my lesson. Do not put on knob and bollocks. All caps. And then, to conclude... In parentheses, <gasps> I'm giving this product a five because despite the fact that I think my bollocks might fall off, they are now completely hairless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still of <laughs> the five.
2: Still five stars. I like that. That's honest. A lot of people will be like, this thing happened to me, which is so random and a freak occurrence. So I'm giving this one star. Yeah. Even though they know they fucked up. This guy, he knows what the product was for. He didn't play by the rules. Gave it five stars. I got to respect that. Oh. <sighs>
1: So great. We have to tell him about this. I want to be this guy's friend for some reason.
2: (laughs) And I read his other reviews. He's not fucking around. Like the others, just sort of straight up. He's got some, (laughs) bought some cables or something else. He's just, you know, doing straight up reviews. But I guess this is how he wanted to express himself about this.
1: (laughs) So my kids know that I have a lot of words that I hate to hear. But the two very grossest words in the English language to me are moist. And panties. (coughs) And I can handle the word panties if you don't pronounce the T. Like, it's kind of cute. And I guess that's just how... I I grew up saying panties. Like, I guess that's a southern way to say it. Like, you do not pronounce the T for any reason. But it becomes the grossest word in the whole world if you say the T.
0: Panties.
1: (gasps) Oh, so my kids know this, that I hate these two words together. Well, they they found out that I hate them together and they don't know what they're saying. But we were walking down the street, down by the waterfront here in Seattle when it was a sunny day. And my son starts yelling, mom's panties are moist.
2: (gasps) Oh my God, in public?
1: So loud in public.
2: Oh Jesus Christ.
1: And the more I I reacted, the more I reacted, the more delighted he got, because I, I wasn't going to, like, beat his ass right there for <laughs>
2: everybody. No, and so it was he doubly. He it would have been doubly reacting because, because of what was... Because it was in public.
1: Right, right.
2: Oh, man. So he said that while just... I was visiting. Did he? And we were just in the privacy of your own home, and he kept saying it, and I was like, and we were both going, oh! and my sister was there, and we are going, oh! And, and yeah, and then and then I said, Forgive him Lord, for he knows not what right. he says. And then oh, Judas said, like, Yeah I do, yeah I do like he really thought he knew he did not know. He knew what panties were, he knew what moist meant, but he didn't know what moist <laughs> panties. He did not. Oh <laughs>
1: Gosh, that's well, that's all I got <laughs>
2: I hope he remembers that because he will be so fucking sorry when he remembers this
1: oh I'm gonna say it on the day I'm gonna say it at his wedding reception
2: oh that will be great talk about his new Everyone's bride's moist panties
1: it. can't wait that's how I'm gonna finish it off <laughs> and may your panties be as moist as mine oh god that's <laughs> fucked <laughs> sickening absolutely <laughs> sickening Aren't you glad I'm your mother in law? Um
2: oh, I just wanted to quickly throw this in. I um I remember a couple of weeks ago I talked about how much I hated the new thing on Facebook where you're in chat and then it says scene, like it pops up and tells you and somebody saw what you wrote, so there's all this weird obligation. as to you know oh gosh do i have to reply right away they know i just said something all that kind of stuff where you know somebody saw what you said and then you're waiting for an answer and then you're like what's the hurry don't they want to respond to me so i had an incident with that where i found out that superman one and two were playing at the egyptian theater i was so excited because i love superman and then i um uh thought of somebody i knew uh who's a Bit famous, but not super famous. But, um, and I just messaged her because I knew she loved Superman. So I messaged her. I was like, oh, guess what? I'm so going to this. I wasn't asking her to go with me, you know, but I, you know, I wouldn't know if she would want to or not. But I wasn't like asking her out. I was just letting her know that it was on. And then right away, seen. And then I never heard from her again. Aww. Ouch. So now I feel like, oh, does she, was she afraid that I was asking her to go with me? And now she doesn't, she didn't want to answer. So see what the scene has done. It's just planted all these seeds of doubt in me that I didn't need, you know, I have enough seeds on my own.
1: Cause so. I was wondering that before the scene feature came I'm like, did they see it or are they ignoring it? But I had that amb- ambiguity where I didn't have to beat myself up. And now exactly. I know they've seen it. Then it's officially hurt my feelings that they haven't replied.
2: Yes. <laughs> well the other day something, something popped evil. up on my phone that I didn't want to answer and oh, yeah. and then I thought now I can't go back on Facebook on the computer because then it will be seen. So but oh. then I just But then I was just like, no stop <laughs> being such a big baby and I just went on and I confronted it and answered it and just said, Yeah, I I can't do that right now and you know. But you know, the people like to have a bit of avoidance, a bit of a buffer, and it totally takes that out of it. So
1: Huh. Fuck that. Yeah, it does. Facebook watchdog. right on cue so listeners we love you thank you so much for listening Um, please go to Amazon and buy some VEAT from hair hair removal gel for men maybe for your knob and balls and um, click through Dongtini or Feral Audio so that we get a kickback Um, I suggest you buy gastric bypass tubes because I read an amazing review for them (laughs) No, these were like surgical tubes. They're supposed to only be used for surgery. And there's an amazing review where people were saying, "I, I, I just want to lose weight, so I decided to perform surgery on myself." <gasps> Didn't go so well. I, it's all. A, I think it's a joke. So I'll link. I'll link it on Dongtini.com because I was howling laughing Please. at these reviews. But anyway, the moral of the story is click through Amazon and Feral Audio, um, so we can stay on the air, you lazy cocksuckers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yes, call the Dong Mail too. It is 323 301 D O N G. Call us and tell us a story. Please tell us about Dongs or um, maybe cannibalism, um, growling at police, and hairless <laughs> bollocks. So, um, until next time, goodbye, Simone.
2: Bye, Stephanie. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: with feral Audio.com, An artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their materials. Visit feralaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective
0: possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.